Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Just Some Magic Podcast. My name is Morgan, and I am your host. Here on the Just Some Magic Podcast, we like to share people's most magical moments in and out of the theme parks. Today's story involves my friend Adrian, who has a very special moment at the Grand Floridian at Disney World. So stay tuned for that. Be sure to stick around at the end for listener stories sent in by you, the fans. If you have a magical moment that you'd like to be read on the show, please go to justsomemagic.com and click on the share your magic button. And I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you so much for having me. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you on. You're such a character and such a fun person to be around and like Disney expert, I want to say, because you've been to all of the Disney resorts. I All of the resorts on Disney property here in Orlando. Yes. That is amazing. It's excessive. Oh <laughs> I love it. To describe our guest, she describes herself as a cork dork, an attitude of gratitude, a Disney-aholic, world showcase traveler, no Mickey tattoos on her tush kind of person. <laughs> so that's a funny story behind that. Yes, tell me. Well, you know, as a Disney fanatic, people just have this idea that your house is decorated in Disney yes. and that your whole life revolves around it. And that does fit me to a degree. Yes. But if you came to my house, you would never know it. And I always tell people when they find I'm a Disney fanatic, yeah. they ask if I have a tattoo. So I always <gasps> just like assertively and proactively say, I do not have Mickey Mouse tatted on my bum. <laughs> But yeah, so we'll get into some fun questions for you before we get into your very sweet story. I'll just fair warning, grab your tissues. It's a it's a tearjerker. It's really sweet. Okay. Out of all the Disney resorts, so not the hotels, but out of all the Disney resorts around the world, which ones have you gone to? So I've been to Grand Californian uh, in Disneyland and all of the ones here at Walt Disney World. And then I think it was the cabins that we stayed at in Disneyland Paris. But Ooh. it was the first year it opened. So it was about 25 years ago. What? So you many went to Disneyland Paris in 1992? Yes. So my, my father was in the military. He was a high-ranking officer, and we lived over in Europe. Oh my so I spent God. seven years of my, my childhood in Germany. That is so cool. Yes, and being a Disneyaholic and growing up on Disney, my folks took my brother and I to Paris, and we went to Disneyland the first year that it opened. Oh, yeah. my gosh. That is so cool. I know. Oh my gosh. Sadly, I don't remember much from the trip. Mm -hmm. So have you been back to Paris since when you were since you were a child, Disneyland Paris? I've been back to Paris, but not to Disneyland Paris. Yeah. So I, I feel like I've already been there. I want to explore maybe three of the other Tokyo is pretty yeah, fun. I know. I've that's on my there. list. That's, that's first on my list. That's the only international one I've been to, and it's very, very fun. <laughs> 10 out of 10 recommend. Oh, man. I need to get out there. Hopefully, yeah. after all this blows over, we yes. can plan a trip out there. Okay. Uh, which land would you like to live in? I would probably say Tomorrowland. Ooh, and why? I just like the idea and the concept of the future. Ooh, And okay. Space Mountain is my favorite ride at Magic Kingdom. That's a good one. I, I don't know. I just like the whole like evolution of things 
happening and what's to come and kind of the uncertainty of it that's very exciting for me do you think tomorrowland needs to get updated oh yes (laughs) does a one-legged duck swim in a circle yes it needs a major major refresh (laughs) oh my gosh i'm dead oh my gosh all right speaking of rides what is your dream ride to get stuck on dream ride to get stuck on oh that's a really really good question because all of us crazy Disney fans want to get stuck on a ride. I mean, I've already been stuck on one. It was Space Mountain. Oh, and the lights came on and the whole... Was it Magic Kingdoms or uh, Disneyland? It was Magic Kingdom. Ooh. Yeah. So to see it with the lights on is very interesting. A little terrifying. Kind of, <laughs> a little terrifying, yeah, because you see it tracks a little bit lower than... Yeah. You. And you're taller, too. Yeah, I'm 5'8". Yeah. So I can't help but every time I ride that ride, I duck. You're just like, I know I know it's I know it's shorter than it appears. <laughs> yeah. I'm scared. I'm so scared. So the light's on, yeah. You're that, just like hunched over just a little bit extra. Yeah, I get a little extra cramp in your neck uh, the next time you ride it. <laughs> what unpopular Disney opinion do you have? Not a big fan of the spirit jerseys, not going to lie. <laughs> that is just not my cup of tea. <laughs> they do make a ton. I know, but I will say I probably go against the grain a little bit and I love their ears Oh, because I got a coconut size head and they make their (laughs) Disney makes their ears so tight that it it works for me. It feels like secure on your head. Like, oh, that's so fun. I did come to her hotel room and she had all ears displayed out and it looked so beautiful, like all all for each park day. It's because I'm neurotic. I love it. I love it. How many ears do you have? Uh, That's probably the one accessory that I really, really like because I try typically not to wear like a whole outfit that's like Disney themed. I'd rather pair it with, you know, more of my street clothes, yeah, the stuff that I normally wear and then add ears and a fun accessory. So uh, ears and bags are kind of my go-to. Discreet Disney, but with like a little touch of ears yeah. and magic. Yes. I like discreet yes. Disney style. Like I, you wouldn't know, but your Disney fans would know and yeah. appreciate. Disney chic. As Ooh, I, like, yeah. I like, yes, yeah. you're very chic. You're very stylish. <laughs> Thank you. I love it. I paid you very well for that. Huh? <laughs> If you can work any Disney role in a park, what would it be and why? Okay, so the name of the tour has escaped me. It was at Epcot World Showcase. Okay. It was all the countries. And I cannot believe that I can't remember the name of the tour. But anyway, (laughs) it was incredible. And it was something that wasn't really mainstream. Like, not a lot of people had talked about it before. And I love history and architecture and World Showcase. I always joke and say it's my favorite park. I realize it's Epcot, (laughs) but as someone who's lived overseas and has traveled the world, I just love the idea and the concept of World Showcase. So that said, I love this tour because you would go to every single pavilion and normally you might just walk by and not really notice something, but this tour and the guide would hone you in on specific parts of the pavilion and tell you things that literally just blew your hair back you you just didn't know that is so cool so if you if you truly appreciate world showcase uh and what it has to offer it's it's a extraordinarily educational tour so you would be the tour guide I would totally be the tour guide. Oh my gosh, that'd yes. be so fun. Do you remember uh, like one or two little facts from that tour that you could share with us? Yeah, so um, in the Italy Pavilion, when you go behind the perfume store, uh-huh. there is a creature uh, like made out of stone and it's got okay. like a hole in its mouth. And our tour guide was telling us that essentially back in you know a couple centuries ago in Italy, if you committed a crime, somebody could report you. So they would write it on a piece of paper and they would stick the piece of paper in the mouth of this, this this creature creature that was on a wall or, you know, it looked like, um, like a stone figure. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you could anonymously report someone and their crime. 
that is so cool yeah so that's something you would just walk by and think oh my gosh that's just part of the italy pavilion you know if there is a, a true hole in this this stone creature's face in the italy pavilion we'll have to check saturday when we go oh yeah that yes. yeah let's do it <laughs> just I'll start to, writing my notes now yes <laughs> if you could go on any retired disney ride whether you've already been on it and it's not there anymore or you've never been on it what would you like to go on so I have this unquenchable thirst for learning uh -huh. and I loved body wars okay I was a baby and I have not a baby but I was very young and yes. I have a very like faint memory of it oh I mean don't get me wrong yeah. like I probably crap my pants as a kid when I rode that ride <laughs> but I loved it it made it such an impact on me yeah because uh, so you're in the medical field now yes. and so amazing. yeah that was kind of a uh endearing ride for me I was sad that they got rid of it but let's be honest Disney does need to like modify revamp revitalize mm -hmm. a lot of stuff a lot of things and then I do like that we keep the OG stuff so, yes you know it's I give or take yeah <laughs> all right last question okay. but why do you love Disney what made you love Disney so, I mean, I think it's safe to say that we've all grown up on Disney. Mm -hmm. Disney's an integral part of all of our lives yes. in, in some capacity. But for me, especially, it was brought into my world by my grandfather. Aww. So my grandpa, Phil, was in the Army and the CIA and probably should have been someone that you would be scared of. But he was the biggest teddy bear <gasps> and had a very tender heart. He was extremely, extremely generous. Oh, my god! And so... He had 10 grandchildren. I'm the fourth oldest out of the 10 grandchildren. And every time a Disney movie would come out, he would send the VHS of it to all of us. Oh, my goodness. The hologram watch, the poster. <laughs> I mean, I could go on and on. He's like gifts, sending you gift sets of the new movies yes. and stuff. So all, all 10 of us grandchildren, are we love Disney. It's just oh. something that brought us together. And then if that wasn't enough, he would pay for all of us to have a family reunion at Disney? At Disney. Oh, my god! And it wasn't just any family reunion. We stayed at the Grand Floridian. So Dang, Grandpa. Yeah. He's so a very classy man. <laughs> he, he, well, he was. And he worked really hard to be able to afford to do that for his family. Um, so my love for Disney started from my grand grandfather. And we both were just enamored with Walt Disney's rags to riches story. Mm -hmm. The fact that he came from small town USA in the Midwest and you know, created this empire, so to speak, that no matter where you go in, in the world, everybody knows Disney. Mm -hmm. I love that so much. Yeah. And do all of the other 10 grandkids like Disney just as much as you? Or are you kind of the one that sticks out a little bit more in the grandkids? I mean, I certainly don't want to throw them under the bus because <laughs> I know all of those knuckleheads are going to watch this. But ah! yes, definitely. <laughs> I'm, I'm the one that is like Disney. Like I go monthly to the parks. Yes, and I like live... I'm the Disney nerd in the family. Sorry. Yes, no doubt about it. So I, I'm four and a half hours from the park. So I, I come down every single month. Yes, I love that so <laughs> yeah. much. Um, leading into that, I'll let you take it away with your wonderful story. Thank you for answering all those questions. Absolutely. It was fun to get to know you a little bit more yeah. and what kind of Disney person you are. And like, you don't like spare jerseys, but ears are yes. Yes. <laughs> kind of yes, that's right. Ears, yes. ears and accessories. Awesome. Well, I'll let you take it away with your so wonderful story. Oh, okay. We have the Kleenex? No, Yes, I know, right? <laughs> so... For me, my, my most magical experience at Disney, literally every time I come, there's something magical that mm -hmm. happens, but this one sticks out. So it was Memorial Day weekend, 2013. 
and my double dog knucklehead husband and I had come up for a Friday to Sunday stay. Mm -hmm. Uh, In fact, now I, I, I would say we have perfected the 48 hour weekend trip. So we weren't planning on staying through Monday, which was the holiday, Memorial Day. So that Sunday, we decided to play a round of golf first thing in the morning, zero dark 30, and then hit the road and head back to Hilton Head Island, South Carolina, where we live. Was it still a four-hour drive back then, or did you live a little further? No, like, it, was, it was still four and a four half. Hours. Yeah. I love that. So we, we played an early round of golf, and my husband is a family practice physician, and he's on call 24-7, so he's almost always on his phone. Mm-hmm. You can never really, truly enjoy vacation. Mm-hmm. So he took a call when we were on one of the holes, and I just assumed, and keep in mind, I'm a very assertive person. I assumed it was a patient. Yeah. Well, lo and behold, he was booking a room at the Grand Floridian. Oh my gosh. Now the last time I stayed at the Grand Floridian was for my family reunion before my grandfather unexpectedly passed away. And how long ago was that at that point? So my grandfather passed away when I was 15 Mm -hmm. and I was 14 when we had our big, our last big family reunion of which we stayed at the Grand Floridian. So I hadn't stayed there since I was 14. So after we played golf, Chris said, why don't we go to the Grand Floridian? I know how much you love it. We'll just sit in the lobby and just kind of soak it all up. You can have a glass of wine. Just like you told me off camera that your grandfather used to do is just sit in the lobby. I'll I'll let you elaborate on that a little bit. Yes. Just kind of like my grandfather used to do. I I remember him. He had this goofy hat on. He'd sit in the lobby while his four daughters and the the 10 grandchildren, well, the four daughters and their spouses and their 10 grandchildren would go to the parks. And he just, he would sit there from sunup to sundown. He loved listening to the orchestra and the pianist. And so that was very enticing that Chris suggested that. So I said, you know, absolutely. Let's go. And what a good husband for like remembering that detail. Like, oh, yeah. it's like, you know what? Let's just do something special. That's the last time he did something nice for me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's going to kill me for that. But, so we, we basically go to the Grand Floridian and we pull up to valet. And we get out of the car and the, the two sweet gentlemen that open the doors for us, you know, we're, they always say welcome back, right? And uh, we're like, oh, we're just going to go sit in the, the lobby. And Chris goes, actually, can you take the bags? And you're very like, confused. I said, what do you mean take the bags? <laughs> Aren't we just going to sit in the lobby and then drive back home? Yeah, you're like Princess Anna, like, wait, what? Yes, exactly. <laughs> wait, what? So that's when it dawned on me that we were staying there. So to, the waterworks have already started at this point. Yeah. I mean, I, I got very, very emotional. Because you, because you haven't stayed the, there. Have you? Did you even like go sit in the lobby prior to that? Yes, or? I, I okay. had on a handful of occasions. I love Citricos um, and Victoria and Alberts, but who doesn't? I have tears streaming down my face. The nostalgia that came flooding back to me Mm -hmm. was just tremendous and overwhelming. And we go to the front desk to check in and I absolute like hot mess waterworks everywhere. (laughs) It was, it was pretty bad, (laughs) but again, my grandfather and I were very close. My love for Disney came from him. Mm -hmm. So knowing that as a backstory, maybe people would understand and and kind of, I feel relate. Like, yeah, I feel like you'd get emotional just n- even knowing that you were going yes. to Grand Floridian and staying there. But then on top of that, it was a surprise. It just was a adds surprise. an extra level of emotion. <laughs> yes, there's no doubt about that. And I, I wish for the life of me I could remember the cast member's name who who checked us in because he was he was incredible. Oh. I could see his face and I could pick him out of a crowd because yeah. it's seared into my memory. Because oh. his reaction was so priceless, and he was just supremely touched that mm. I was 
so overcome with emotion yeah he sees you crying and he's, he's like oh no probably I mean, <laughs> basically inconsolable oh. which not my finest not my finest hour but all for good reason and the next thing i know he said i i'm i'm just really touched by this and i want to do something special for you so when chris booked the room when he was on the phone um, he booked your, you know, arbitrarily your, your just standard room. Mm-hmm. And he didn't know the layout of the resort. He had really never been. Yeah. And so this gentleman uh, not only upgraded us, but he, he moved us into the Royal Palm building, oh. which is the main building where the lobby is and club level. Oh, my God. So goodness. concierge level. Oh, my So we went goodness. from the penthouse to the outhouse. I mean, I'm oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> the outhouse to the penthouse. Yes. <laughs> so, like, it was just... I was just overwhelmed. Oh my god! And then after that, we get to the room, and it wasn't just any room; it was a suite. <gasps> yeah, so oh we we lived the suite life for for one yes. night. Yes. <laughs> okay. Sidebar: Have you seen The Middle, the show The Middle? I have not. Because there was an episode where they go to Disney World, or World instead of Disneyland, because she won free tickets, and they go to drive to the wrong park. But then they put them at the Grand Floridian, and they put them in a suite room, and they, they were like, "There's a phone in the bathroom." <laughs> the mom's like stock up on all the shampoos and soaps and put them in your luggage take all the toiletries with you exactly but you know that is the grand floridian like it is like creme de la creme i mean even though it's been around as long as it has like there's something stately about it it's classy it's sophisticated it's got that victorian vibe to it and it's again not disney in your face which i like the more subtle aspects of that and it's funny because i'm about as subtle as an unflushed toilet (laughs) So I tend to gravitate to the more s- the, yes. the subtleties of life, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially when it comes to Disney. You want like discreet Disney. Yes, discreet. discreet. I like I love in the Grand Floridian. If you look on the floors, they have like the Grand Floridian logo, but then there's like design of Mickey and Goofy. And I appreciate that and, like, so very much. Subtle. It's not like red, white, and black in and your yellow face. Mickey in your face. Yeah. Like I'm gonna go stay at it Pop Century where it's just colors, and I think okay. we're staying the '80s hotel. Yeah. Oh, that'll be the fun. The '80s, so be being fun. a product of the '80s, I actually kind of like that. Yes. <laughs> I want to stay. I just love the hippy dippy pool over there because oh I just gosh. love that name, like the hippy dippy pool. But we're getting off track. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, the just there's a feeling that you get when you go into the Grand Florida, even if it's just to look around or sit in the lobby yes. or like watch the fireworks in the back, like or just drive. Like it's just. The smell, <sighs> even the, the smell. smell. So people it, buy candles of the smell. Oh, like, I've, I've got <laughs> a, a fan in my house that pumps that smell. Oh my gosh. Into my living room. That is so perfect. It's like an eco-friendly, it smells like the clover. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, that's how much I love the Grand, Grand Floridian. Floridian. So again, why this surprise and this magical moment that occurred yeah. is something I'll never forget. That is so fun <laughs> and phenomenal. I love that so much. Okay. So what we need to do is go back to the Grand Floridian and find that guy. I hope he's that still with Disney me. because oh. he was an absolute gem in the Disney crown. Yes. I mean, this is someone who got it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He like, just like, I'm feeling good vibes. Yes. I'm going to send him back to you. Well, like, and speaking of that, I'm telling you, like, as an someone who really believes in energy, vibration, frequency, I mean, he was picking up on the, like, happy, joyful yeah. aspects that walking into this lobby and knowing I was going to stay there for the first time since I had stayed there for my family reunion with my yeah. grandfather – 
before he passed away, he just, he had to make some magic happen. Yes. Yeah. That was, oh, <laughs> I need to go find him. I want to meet him. I know. That'd be amazing if he like, we found him and then he remembered you. Oh, yeah. He <laughs> might not if I'm not crying, oh. like uncontrollably. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll just like pinch you or something. <laughs> make you Poor cry. Guy. I don't think he knew what to do. <laughs> we'll just like rub the mascara down a little bit, make it a little messy. It'll be perfect. He'll oh remember you right away. Yeah. So it, it was... It's just something that was very special to me, and and no trip to Grand Floridian will ever be topped now. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still love staying there and have stayed there a handful of times yeah. since that trip, but it was just more that this he was, it was just the kindest thing, and yeah. and it was just somebody who really understood yeah. that bond that you have with a loved one and mm-hmm. that the nostalgia that comes comes back. So. I don't know. I, I really hope everybody at some point has an experience like that at Disney yes. because it is something you will carry with you for the rest of your life. And did you watch fireworks in the back or from, can you see fireworks from your room? So from our room, yes, we could. We had a little sliver of it, but I mean, I didn't leave that building. Aww. And you best believe I was all up on that concierge floor. Yes. Because oh. if it's faux free, it's faux me. Yes. <laughs> I'm like putting the muffins in my shirt. I'll take some more champagne. Yes. But that is truly one of the the greatest things about staying. And and there is your concierge level looking down at the lobby. The orchestra is playing. The pianist is playing. You can see the the hustle and the bustle. And it's just, I don't know. For me, it just. Let's go over there right now. I know. I'm like, what are you doing? (laughs) Let's go over there, sit in the lobby, listen to the piano. Like, yeah, I just love going in there. It's just, it's so refined. Yeah. It's just, it. I don't know. That, that place is very, very near and dear to my heart. Grand Floridian is just. Oh, yeah. I love eating at um, 1900 Park Fair with the characters and the strawberry soup. Okay. So it that is delicious. <laughs> but I am going to make a shameless plug. Okay. I was so sad that they changed the bar over from Meisner's. Meisner's was my favorite bar on Disney property. So that was the bar that was behind the orchestra. So the orchestra used to be oh, on the second right. floor. Yeah. And then they um, rethemed it to Beauty and the Beast, which love oh, Beauty and the what Beast. What is it called now? I forgot. Anyway, all I know is it's not Meisner's. And Okay, so we looked it up and it is called? The Enchanted Rose. Enchanted Rose. I'm mad at myself for not remembering that because I was just there last month. Ah, something to do with a rose and Beauty yeah, and the I Beast. I knew it was, yeah, something related <laughs> to that. But it's not Meisner's and that's all that matters. That's so fun. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. You are most welcome. I was really flattered that you you asked me to be a part of this. This I is, knew you'd have a good story. I didn't know yeah. anything about any of this, yeah. and I knew you had you would have a good story. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, when you are a Disney fanatic like we are, at some point or another, as often as you come, something something magical is going to happen. Something absolutely magical. I know. Well, thank and you. I'm actually surprised I didn't cry more. I know you did good, uh, but did I very- cried when I told you it. You yeah. know, like yeah. well typing it up and sending it oh no (laughs) i was tearing up when i read it i was like right before i went to bed and i was like (laughs) i'm just gonna go to bed with this sweet little story (laughs) all right good night oh my gosh it was sweet i loved it morgan thank you thank you this was lovely and i'm really appreciative that the first person you saw when you drove down here was me yes i haven't even seen the people i'm staying with some listener stories that you the fan sent in if you would like to submit your story to be read on the just some magic podcast please go to just some magic.com and click on the share your magic tab (laughs) 
Today, I'm going to be reading you another listener story. It was just another Disney trip in 2010. Don't remember why we went to Magic Kingdom that early. I think it was to see the sunrise. My family and I were walking by the entrance, hanging out, taking pictures. Next thing we knew, a cast member walked up to us and asked if we wanted to open the parks that day. Of course, we said yes and walked into the park shortly after that. I hopped on one of the cars on Main Street and the cast member drove us to Toontown, which is was still open before the time it closed in t- February 2011. On our way to Toontown, the cast member was saying that they don't normally take guests to Toontown when opening the parks, but because it was closing in the next upcoming months, they were doing something special. We had an entire section of Toontown to ourselves for a few minutes. The rides were closed, obviously, since the park wasn't officially open yet, but to see this section of the park empty without any guests around for the first time and the last time was a real treat. We couldn't walk into Mickey and Minnie's house, and I thought it was odd since they were the two main characters of the park. So they let us take pictures on the outside, and then the unexpected happened. Mickey walked out of the house shortly after Minnie, Goofy, Donald, Pluto, Chip, Dale, Stitch, Mary Poppins, Bert, Tiana, Naveen, and others came out to greet us as well. We were able to spend a brief moment with each of the characters and take pictures before it was time to hop on the train to the main entrance and open the parks. The characters all hopped on the train with us and we got to enjoy a train ride with them. How often does that happen with all the characters on at once? When we got to the entrance, we waited at the station for a minute so while the opening show was going on. Then we walked in with all the characters, got a hand full of pixie dust and then counted down for 10 seconds and threw pixie dust into the air the magic kingdom park was officially open that day after the show we got to take pictures with the mayor of main street in the station from there we parted and we met the the cast member who picked us out at the opening of the park we took more pictures with one of the cars on main street and then drove down to the castle where Yup, you guessed it, we took more pictures. And then we all parted ways and went on with our day. It was a huge surprise to us and definitely an experience we will never forget. All through the cast members' hard work of letting our family have one of the most best Disney memories ever. We have another listener's story. My first trip to Walt Disney World will be back in September 2007. I was nine years old at the time. I do want to share you this apple pancake story that my dad always talks about in his speech since he is a motivational speaker. On day one of my first trip, my family and I decided to go and eat breakfast at the restaurant inside Disney's Contemporary Resort, which is where we stayed for the week back then. Once we got to the host stand on day one, the host said, welcome Brown family. There is no wait, no reservation. We have a special table just for you. Then one of the waitresses came to our table and asked, may I take your drink order, please? Then my mom replied, you can take our drink order, but I have to tell you, my son is on a gluten-free and dairy-free diet, so there are some things that he can and cannot eat. Before my mom said another word, the Rachel was like, ma'am, I'm going to have to stop you right there. I won't be able to take your son's order. You're going to need to speak to the executive chef. So a few minutes later, the chef came out of the kitchen and she started to grab her little notebook and write things down that my mom said that I can and cannot eat because the chef had no idea what to make me for breakfast. She then asked me what my favorite breakfast meal is, and I said, apple pancakes, please. The chef said, oh, I'm sorry, sir. I wish we had the right ingredients to make the right pancakes. How about some eggs and bacon and a special toast? I replied, okay. So we ate and left the park. On day two of our trip at Disney World, my parents and I decided to head back to the same restaurant for breakfast. 
For the second time, the host at the stand told us, welcome back, Brown family. No waits, no reservation, because we have a special table just for you. After we sat down, the waitress knew that who we were, and on that day, she decided to grab the chef from the kitchen to take my order. The chef asked me on day two, what's for breakfast? And I said, apple pancakes, please. And then she said, I got you, coming right up. So right before she went back into the kitchen, my dad asked her if she remembers us from yesterday on day one and that she did not have the right ingredients to make me apple pancakes. She said, oh, I actually went to the store before I came home last night to get gluten-free pancake mix for your son whenever you guys come back. Right when the chef came out with my pancakes, I was really happy seeing how she made them into Mickey Mouse ears. The name of the chef who made my gluten-free pancakes 13 years ago one morning during my first visit is named Bay. So we ate at her place inside the Contemporary for eight days before heading into the theme parks. This was pretty much my first ever magical experience. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Just Some Magic podcast. Be sure to subscribe and so you never miss an episode. And if you really enjoyed this podcast, please go to Apple Podcasts and submit a review. It truly helps new people discover this podcast. Also, be sure to follow us on social media. Just search Just Some Magic on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and we will have extra content there from the episode. And again, if you would like to submit a magical moment, please go to justsomemagic.com and click on the share your magic button. I cannot wait to hear your most magical moment.